0: I said a little bit about Georgia Tech. It might have gone to Georgia Tech, but it didn't say much more about it, so I'm going to start now telling some things about my time at Georgia Tech. Um, when I first got to Georgia Tech, you know, Georgia Tech, as most of you know, is a big sports college, and um, so I got there and I thought, well, I should. Uh, do, do some of getting some of the sports, so I thought. Well, I'm not going to be good on football or basketball or any of that. So I thought. Well, the one thing I probably could do is cross country, which my good grandson here, Scott, excelled in. But anyway, I went out for anyway went out for cross country. Well, the first two weeks, of course, I started out running us over, around for miles, you know, practicing, and so. I had a um, I had my chemistry class on the 3rd floor of the administration building which had no elevator and after 2 weeks I had to go up the stairs sideways one step at a time and I had shin splints and so I gave up my sports career at that point <laughs> so, um I belonged to as I'd said briefly before a, a, fraternity. It was a small fraternity in an old house, and we had about twelve or fifteen members. And um, we—they uh, called the freshmen at Georgia Tech probably all the colleges—some of the rats. So, in the fraternity well, the rats got the bottom of the totem pole, and so we, our beds were two-decker pipe-framed uh, army cots, and so I had the upper bed in those but after some time why our beds got infested with bedbugs and these bedbugs the the, the cots were made up with pipe frames these bedbugs would stay in the pipes so uh, during the day and then at night they'd crawl out and bite us and we'd have blood spots on our sheets in the bed <laughs> but they, in the fraternity i um uh, Became, uh, I guess, probably the last year I was vice president of the fraternity. And for a couple of years, I was the um, a representative of the on, to take The fraternities had a inter fraternity council, and there was a representative from each fraternity or more, depending on the size of the fraternity. Obviously, so the, the fraternity council representative for my fraternity, which was Phi Kappa Sigma. Um, and our Interfraternity Council uh, sponsored an annual ball dance. And so this one year, um, our dance, uh, our, the band, and some of you probably don't even remember now, but in the old big band era, there were several like Tommy Doris and Glenn Miller, but Sammy Kaye had a popular band. He was the band for our dance. Well, I had uh, Grammy come over, that weekend, and then her sister Jean, because it was a, a Scottish family friend of the is that uh, their son was at Georgia Tech, so Jean, she her, dated uh, Chalmers McLean, and I had Grammy, and so we went, went to the ballroom dance. I think maybe I made it through one dance on the floor, <laughs> but the upperclassmen in the fraternity had us most every evening, about ten o'clock before they went to bed for a midnight snack to go up to the varsity and some of you may know about the famous varsity hot dog type place in Atlanta at that time it was not near as big as it is now, but it was still a phenomenon. but anyway, they would the upper classmen would send us up to the varsity to get bring them back a midnight snack and I can remember, and it's still true I think there that A couple of the guys back in in the kitchen there taking the orders would yell out the order, you know, which we couldn't understand what they were saying, but it was some kind of coded language that the kitchen understood. (laughs) um, I I was at Georgia Tech during the war, and it was for that reason that uh, I'm not as smart as my uh, record would look like, because I finished Georgia Tech in 33 months going straight through, and we had classes from 7 to 7, Monday through Saturday. Uh, but anyway, um, I, one of the classes, we had to take ROTC training. And so the day that I had chemistry class at 7 o'clock in the morning was one of the days that we had drill for ROTC, so I had to get up and get dressed in my ROTC uniform and go to the chemistry class, and then later on in the day went to the ROTC drill. And I got, um, one reason I went on, I took a heavier load of classes, uh, normal class load I guess is about 18 hours, or maybe 20, I took about 22 hours of classes to try to get as much in as I could because I expected to be drafted any semester, so I kept going and I was actually got to the point of going out to Fort McPherson to, for my pre-induction physical. But at that time, just happened that the war was turning and so they they started raising the induction age back up. It just came down to me when I thought I was going to be going the next uh, semester, and it, it, the age went back up, so I never did go in, but I kept on taking heavier loads, and so I so I did go through Georgia Tech in 33 months. We had at the fraternity house, uh, there were two things that was always going. We had a uh, front porch of the house, and so had a ping-pong table on the front porch, and so there were some of us playing ping-pong most all the time, but there were— Four guys who played bridge, and so they were over to the side all the time playing bridge, which I never, never was smart enough to. Sometimes I would get get rung into being a dummy in order for the four to play, but uh, I never, never did quite get bridge. a sort of a similar way with chess. I got into a little bit of chess here in recent years with Bob Woodall and some friends here in Charlotte, and so. But I was, never was able to do much with chess. Well, while I was in the fraternity there at Georgia Tech, I also I bought a Model A Ford car, my first car. And uh, it was a rattle trap, but I think I bought it for $300. And um, the, that car, the steering wheel uh, column was bolted up under... The gas tank was under the windshield in front, and the um, steering wheel column was bolted under, under into the tank. Well, it, it it had developed a crack on the uh, where the bolt was into the tank, so it could only put enough gas to stay below where it would leak out. <laughs> so, then, but about as far as I ever went in it, uh, uh, I went out to uh, what's now where the. Atlanta Airport is out there. The town where there was the minister at Donaldsonville that I was so-called saved by. Uh, he his near family had, were in at somewhere at Atlanta at a church. So I, I'd go out there once in a while to to an evening service on a Sunday evening with that, and managed to get that model four back to the fraternity house, but. Uh, I got to put out with it. I sold it to—we had a couple of Cubans in our fraternity. I sold the uh, Model A Ford to one of them for $300, so I came out even on, <laughs> on that deal. <laughs> uh, in tech, I um, I just barely made it over the edge, a threshold of honor societies, and I was a member of the Etta Kappa New— Honor Society, which was the one for electrical engineering. And I was a member of the Tau Beta Pi Honorary Fraternity, which was a general engineering society. And then I also just tweaked by the last year to the Phi Kappa Phi Academic Honor Society, which was the equivalent of what, you know, the Eta Kappa knew that uh, it's the most prestigious, but a lot of schools don't have uh, uh, Phi Beta Kappa, and they have Phi Kappa Phi, which is one that I managed to get <laughs> into. <laughs> barely, I would say. Uh, and while at Georgia Tech, um, you know, of course, I was not as well off as most of them that went to Georgia Tech, but so I worked part-time and one of the jobs I had was in the library. Uh, Back in those days, of course this was before digital stuff and uh, everything was by books in the library. And the library, they didn't, of course, have our present uh, digital system where you can go in and find a book, <laughs> but all the books were numbered on the rib of the book. They had the um, library code numbers and all for different classifications of books. Well, I, each time, they, for a batch of books, each time I went over to the library to work, uh, to there were incoming books to put the numbers on the back, so I used a pen with white ink and lettered on uh, the numbers on the backs of of the books that was that that ink pen. that was one part time job, which I didn't do very long. But another one was uh, of course, being during the war um, um, there was the airplane factory out at Marietta, Marietta, Georgia which is still big. Uh, But they made uh, planes for the Air Force and the war, so there was this wood shop out there that he can't believe there were parts of the plane was actually wood, like plywood or whatever. But this shop made parts for the plane cabin, so I worked in the wood shop there, handling the woodwork through the planers and saws and stuff in the in the wood shop. So that was my first, I guess you would say, paying job. Well, I would say I got paid for picking cotton when I was on the farm, so I guess you could call that a paid job.